broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. 708 on a, uh, a frisky Wednesday morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I'm, I'm the protective aspect of my maleness got me earlier this morning. I don't know what, when a damsel in distress <laughs> is threatened, innocently trying to go into an APAC meeting. That would be Jennifer Bukowski. Good morning. Who certainly can handle her. I know you. I was going to say. Yourself. While I respect that notion, uh, I think Jennifer is more than capable of handling. And everyone out there knows. Everyone out there knows that there. It's a natural John. You know what I mean here. It's a natural instinct for the male of our species to get their dander up, to get their bowels in an uproar, to get their the testosterone makes the muscles grow and the and the sword is raised to defend the damsel in distress. Right? You know that. What sword are we talking about? Right? I don't know. <laughs> Hannah, what is with Hannah? All these double entendres. <laughs> well, the damsel in distress may or may not have been packing. So that's that. that. That's <laughs> what I was hinting at, but I didn't know yeah. if. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. And I was not the only one. I'm, let me tell you. There is. I'm sorry. Anyone that wants to dispute it is denying the truth. Women. I, look, I said it to you in, yesterday, truly, that if it weren't for you, Hannah and Jennifer and Stephanie and. All the gals in my life that help take care of my dysfunction, right? I mean, women are nurturers by n- nature. They need to nurture the guys in their life. Because Some women. Lord knows guys need help, right? We need help. And and women nurture. Who does a better job of raising children, right? In, in general, we all know this. This is not, there's no secret about this. Women are naturally more nurturing than men are. And so I just got a little triggered when I heard that you felt intimidated by this group of Palestinian protesters that was obstructing your view, obstructing your entrance into the thing. That's all. That's all. You got a problem with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate that. And I'm not saying to protect I... Because I can't really take people in a fight, so it's good to have good men around that are willing yeah. to well, keep all. everyone... Peaceful. And and I think men appreciate the fact that in general women are much better at multitasking. Hannah has to regularly I'm focused on the computer. I'm looking at a story and she's like Jennifer's trying to talk to you but I'm focused on one thing. Right now is that not true, Brian? Well, it's, there's it, a certain biological truth to this. Uh, I would say this about what what Jen, what Jen said. Um, I th- I think if you felt intimidated, if you felt intimidated in the the banging on the drums that you're you're saying uh, the banging on the drums banging on the doors that just that I, I I've not seen that type of uh, and I wasn't there yesterday I'm going by what you said but I mean I I've just blood there's on been, your hands there's been protests before there was a, there was a protest one time Elijah Har and Mary Elizabeth Coleman had a a, a pro life bill basically it was a heartbeat bill and there were protesters um, they were they started yelling but they they didn't bang anything and nobody was physically touched or anything like that and they were they were told to leave and they they were so this is this, uh, this is something is, this like is different. Like, this this is like something you see at Fox News, you know, happening yeah. in other cities. This is not normally something you see at Jeff. I've been to, going to Jeff for years and years now. I've never seen anything like this where there's 
so many people and they're all so angry and screaming and accusing me of being a baby killer and having blood oh, on Oh man. Being covered in blood. Call and, you the B word. I mean that's yeah. just that's just not acceptable. And talk about jumping mm. to conclusions. What? What well, the protesters. I know. Like they see a person walking into a fundraiser and right. they make all these assumptions yeah. about this person. Well, because I'm obviously like pro Israel if I'm gonna attend this event yeah. for a group that you know, advocates for the U.S.-Israel relationship, a bipartisan group. And it's probably actually possible to be rationally pro-Israel and pro-innocent Palestinian. You yeah, and both, I, right? yeah, they're I like, mean, do you like our banner? <laughs> Are you supporting the deaths of all these children? That I'm like, of course I'm not no one, happy no. about children who, who are dead. <laughs> um, but there, well, one guy was inviting me to an alternate uh, ethnic dinner. Um, I declined that invitation. We okay. just got a great text from a uh, listener, Matt, yes. at 874-9390, and this is a great callback. He says, I wouldn't fight Jennifer. She cheats because she has brass knuckles on her purse. <laughs> which of course, I should have brought that purse with it if I had known. That would no, have been a good call. Which, of course, is a reference to the... Uh, yeah. run-in that Jennifer had with security and, and, a, and the airport. A fancy purse. And by the yeah. way, I'm so thankful Alexander for this. McQueen, beautiful, beautiful I'm so clutch. thankful for this audience. Doug says it's <laughs> Jordy, not Gordy. Okay, it's Jordy. I don't Yeah, it was Jordy. I was totally Jordy. forgot it. Yeah. I used to watch that show. Yeah. And for listeners that missed it in the 6 o'clock hour, because we have a different audience sometimes, yeah. a lot of them tune in the whole time, but some tune in and out. Jen, you specifically said that these protesters were wearing masks? Yeah, you can see it. I've uh, I, at ESQ on fire. I retweeted some of these protesters' own video of themselves. Um, they were a lot of them wearing masks. A lot of them wearing, oh, what is the check cloth called um, that they wear? Oh, the pro a kafia. Yeah, a kafia. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all kinds of things. But I think the mask that was just maybe to partially hide their identity. Young group. Tons of them yeah. screaming. And if you ask so. them, they're such cowards. They would say, "Oh no, it's the COVID. It's the COVID. It's not about that." I, yeah, I'm you're not outside. a coward. Yeah, right. Hello. Yeah, yeah, right. It's the COVID. Very well, I don't if know. you're really worried about COVID, why are you bunched up so tightly to surround this building and prevent people from getting into it? Yeah. So. Mm. We'll have to see what happens. There were allegedly there were a couple of people that were taken and arrested. And you heard some? Did you hear someone heard that they John, were released? John, John, John. John you heard that they were. Yeah, released. we heard that. Uh, and this was at the Capitol. Yeah, event. the Capitol but, earlier was way tamer, yeah. is what I understand, because this is later in the day, and these these kids probably didn't wake up until uh, after that hearing was done. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's when they made their way down to Jeff to throw a temper uh, tantrum. I have no problem with someone standing there lined up. Uh, you know, along the way to your entrance and yelling at you. I don't even care about that. It's when people touch you and they. Yeah, no one touched that me is, for the record. Me, that, that and I'm grateful to the police officers who the were line. there. That crosses I the didn't line. know how to get into this thing because I normally go into Revell catering events from the front door. There's no way I could go into the front door because it was completely blocked off. So I asked the officer, I'm like, how do I get in? He's like, go around back. And then all the way around the building, three sides, I had to walk by people screaming at me. So here's an interesting text. Drives me crazy to listen to the voices on this show bemoan the degradation of society's morals and values from one side of your mouth and then speak with giddy anticipation about the possibilities of AI for the other. I have not been giddy about AI. I just was repeating a text. Surely you can't be naive enough to think that AI won't add to the mess that we're already experiencing. I believe that's possible. 
Uh, I think technical AI, specific AI, when it comes to technical matters, medical, engineering, stuff like that, yeah, it can give you a jump start. I am concerned about AI and fake news and deep fakes, and, you know, that's what concerns me. How about you, Brian? No, AI is definitely something I'm not sure. I don't get the text there, I, I, I so I can't see it, but I, I don't quite understand what the, the, the person is saying. Um, I share your concern that, you know, you could have... Uh, well, the, there's a bill. Adam Schwadron's got a bill, Jen and Randy, that deal. With, they, it mentions Taylor Swift. What happened with her about AI? Mm-hmm. She's referenced. I'm not mm. gonna, I mean, in, in 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 Schwadron's basically saying that you know this could happen to other people, and then you could have fake news reports. I mean, it's just yeah, it's and if it the is, government, we've already got evidence. There's a suit going on to which you know Andrew Bailey and Missouri is a part of about about the collusion with manipulation of information on the part of the government in bed with big tech it's it's not you don't have to connect too many dots to be worried about propaganda becoming news reporting right and that's what worries me i mean it, we we see it in russia with old technology what's to what's to keep them from manipulating ai in a way that's very convincing and absolutely undetectable as being anything other than the absolute truth free i mean freedom uh there's more multiple ais um, yeah. no, programs know. that you can use so uh, the b- trust it to the consumer to pick the one that is on the up yeah. and up and providing them valuable service coding they can help you with coding you can type in like oh make me a logo that looks like this or that and it'll just pop up they i mean yeah. it's amazing i'm m i guess maybe i'm the person that's optimistic about the technology and the advances and it's gotten us very far like i on a fluke somehow have a national twitter following i'm in the middle of missouri and now all of a sudden because of technology my voice is i'm able to argue with other you know people around the country and discuss the news of the day thanks to technology and i think there's there's definitely some drawbacks in terms of like phone addiction or whatever else but we've reaped so many benefits from it as well well i would maintain that you're right you're smart rational have integrity you're not going to have a problem with ai most of the people in this room with the exception of hannah have a lot of that no i'm kidding (laughs) wow no no No, so all of us here and everyone listening for the most part probably will use things responsibly but it's the irresponsible use of it it and, and somehow somehow getting a handle on that that worries me but again you're right i mean I guess in America, we always have erred on the side of erred on the side of um, trading security for liberty, right? We, we give up a little security and a little bit of certainty in the name of liberty and freedom. Yeah, they call that the Patriot Act, I think. Mm. Well, we shouldn't give up freedom, any freedom for people promising us safety because they can't provide the safety, but they yeah. can take your freedom. And that is the wrong road to go down. Other countries have gone down that road. And hopefully we get Tucker Carlson back, by the way, you know, after his interview, let him go. But there's a big there's no, uh, no, no freedom in other places like there is in America. I had someone very close to me. Really, uh, we got into a discussion yesterday about the fact what is what is Tucker doing interviewing Vladimir Putin? Well, no one worried when abc news went over and interviewed him in in 21 why is it bad that tucker's interviewing well and again and we've had uh uh, you know let's go back to 1979 60 minutes interviewed ayatollah homini that's right had 444 american hostages do people not remember that and by the way it was a fascinating interview 
the the key is what are the questions and things like that um and and for people who think mike wallace asked the ayatollah softballs um i remind you that he asked him actually he he asked him if he was insane um in 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 the interpreter was so scared to ask him he didn't want he, he the interpreter was scared i think to death. i remember that that it was, was a, really like holy it, cow it was it was the most incredible interview i've ever seen uh barbara walters one time interviewed fidel castro in a boat i remember that mm. it was fascinating but n- the best interview i've ever seen with a um with anybody that's uh you know, at the time, that was just unbelievable to have the Ayatollah on TV, and it was Mike Wallace sitting down with him, and it was not a softball interview. Um, yeah. he, he, Remember he, when David Frost interviewed uh, Richard Nixon and got him right. to take responsibility That's for right. Watergate? I do remember and that. Someone interviewed Osama bin Laden, too. I mean, I, remember I don't that remember too. that. Um, yeah, it was but, a, it was a minor yeah, reporter, but, but I, it was. Yeah. yeah, I do, I do. So we, yeah, we've we've okay. seen we've seen certainly seen stuff like that. Well, when we come back. Uh, What's hot with Hannah comes up. She understand. I understand she has something just absolutely you're not going to want to miss. I don't know what it is, but you never know. When Hannah says that, you better stay tuned. Be right back. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri. Their words are their responsibility. What you think. That's on you. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Hot, hot, hot. 7.25, we're on time, and Hannah's got something very hot. What's up? Miracles do happen. They do. We are on time this morning, and it's a good day for it because we're going to do a science experiment together. We are. Randy? I'm ready. Um. If you're listening to this and like you watch want... I am science, you know. Okay. <laughs> Last night I posted a little video on the Wake Up Mid Missouri Facebook yeah. page. Okay. So if you've watched that, you kind of probably know where this is going. But Randy, I put my Stanley Cup in there. Yeah. You know, the one that you love to make fun of. We've been talking about the Stanley Cup. Here yeah. it is. And I love it. Jennifer has one this morning. Great. I didn't even put her up to bring in that in. I'm just trying same, to be hydrated. There you go. Same model, different color, right? Same yeah, model. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Randy, if you want to look inside my Stanley Cup, this is, I, I have a gift for you this in is there. very frightening. It's not going to jump out at oh, you. Oh, you unscrew <laughs> it. I'm just, I'm, I'm. you know those things you unscrew the cap and the, the spring pops out? That's what I'm worried about. No. What is this? I don't, well, why don't you take it out and look at it? Oh, what is this? What is this? A lead <laughs> test, it says on the front there. Lead test swabs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Randy, okay, one brought... of the things that you like to give me grief for yeah. is the fact that my Stanley Cup might have lead in it. Yeah. And several members of the Wake Up family yes. have, you know, issued the same concern. Now, I have already tested my cup. Okay. And I did that in the video that's posted on the Wake Up Facebook page. Okay. Or you can follow me on TikTok Are at producer underscore Randy Hannah. has an OG. Now, wait a minute. Stanley thing. That Ladies, thing. Is that thing 30 years old? Like, how I, old is that thing? This may have been thing? my grandpa's. I don't know. Ladies wow. and gentlemen. Wow. I feel older than 30 years. Yesterday evening, dear Hannah, the producer, says, would you please bring your OG Stanley thermos? And I was like, OG, like, what does that stand for? Oracle God? What do you mean? Close. You really what do you didn't think, know John? what it Wasn't stood that for? close? It stands for old guy. Well, I figured no. that out, but at first I thought, you know, okay, so what am I supposed so to do? My my theory is that out of 
our two Stanley Cups, yours would be more likely to contain lead. Oh, you're supposed to wet mine. the swab tip with water. Yes, so I put a little cup of water in there for you. Sure. Okay. And you you take one of the swabs, you yeah. get it wet. I did. Then you tap off the excess water, and then for 30 seconds, you're going to rub the swab over your Stanley. You're like I'm in the office doing a urinalysis again. <laughs> your park. It's like a, a day in the office. I can't escape. <laughs> it's uh, a science experiment. Okay. How long do you I supposed like to you do this? I feel like you should have latex gloves on. <laughs> 30 Swabbing seconds. Away. After swab tip achieves mustard yellow color. Which it does pretty quickly. Okay. Rub surface for 30 seconds. Yeah. We're then wasting our out. time here doing this. Well, observe swab tip for color change. Please refer to color bar on the label. Red, violet, or pink swab indicates presence of lead. Okay. All right. And what I, we got? I got a great text. While you do that, I'll tell no this lead. story. Look, lead free. It's a lead free zone. Lead free zone. Ah, my old reliable. Well, that's good because reliable. lead poisoning. You I'll tell you what. I looked into that. It makes young kids get lead poisoning. It makes them their intellect go down. It makes them more impulsive, and more violent. Yeah. I'm really worried about yeah. Flint, Michigan, right now because yeah. they both they're going to have a lot of crime yeah. up there. They, they vote based Democrat on later. Them poisoning that water with that, lead. Yeah, so that, the the sealant that Stanley uses in their new cups. Yeah. Uh, no lead internally. No lead has lead in it, but it's all sealed up inside like the many layers. Because yeah, we did a we did a story on that. Yeah, yeah. it's sealed. so unless your cup is super damaged, you're good. Yeah. Uh, do I have permission to bring some soup or ramen or something in here now for for it's lunch? A free country, Next Randy. Time? I mean, of course that's, you do. That's up to you, Doc. All right. <laughs> It looks like we're safe. For all you OGs, that would be Oracle gods, not old guys. You can uh, you can drink out of your Stanley. Outstanding gentleman. Aladdin's. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Outstanding gentleman. John, what you got coming up? Oh, not yet. <laughs> News, analysis, and opinion. Free of charge from Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I was six minutes late, and Mr. Fitzwater's parking Nazis. I mean, really? And I got a $6 ticket for six minutes late. I just pulled up Jefferson City government, and there is an opening for a parking enforcement oh, yeah. in the city. I know, Randy. I'm going to sign up. And, and not do your job and get fired. <laughs> well, uh, joining us now on Wake Up Mid-Missouri... Along with Jennifer Bukowski, John Marsh, producer Hannah, and yours truly, Randy Tobler, is my former good friend, oh. Ron Fitzwater, the mayor of, uh, of Jefferson City. I'm just kidding. How you doing, Ron? Good to, good to have you I'm with us. I'm doing great. You guys are having a good time this morning. It's good to be a part of it. Yeah. And I saw you last night, so two days I, in a row. Nice to talk to you, Mayor. I had such a great time the other day uh, having lunch with Scott Fawn, and we were hanging out with her, with him and, and Hannah, and I brought my wife down. We were over at the Grand Cafe. I parked down there on the street, just uh, what would that be, uh, north of that, and uh, on the hill there. And I was, I'm, and I, I fed the meter with eight quarters. And I thought, well, it, this lunch won't last two hours, but it lasted two hours and six minutes. And I figured, see, in Colombia, they're a little looser with their uh, with their uh, enforcement. But I saw this but guy. But they're way more expensive when they do issue your ticket. More expensive. That's right. Cost you more. And so I just had a good time finding out that I'd gotten a citation. I saw the guy in the little fluorescent vest walking down the the, the sidewalk near the car. I said, honey. And they didn't show any discretion. Said, Maybe is he a construction worker or something? No, that was the meter dude. So I'm, But I'm glad to support the fair uh, city of Jefferson. 
and I hope that you appreciate that. We appreciate that. that. We did take them off of their gators. We do make them walk, and at least we didn't boot your car. Ah, (laughs) thank you for that. And you know what? I do, when it was explained to me, the the parking situation is a lot tighter there in Jefferson City. I mean, it it took me a while to find it. So I understand why there's a limit on parking and and everything. I get it. That's good. But that's why... There's a real nice parking garage that I found a spot in, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, So... Let's, that's First of all, we're going to get to some things about infrastructure, the convention center, parking, and all that. But last night, an interesting thing, we've been talking about it all morning, Ron, and that is that APAC event um, with protesters blocking, apparently a couple of, one or more arrested. Uh, uh, tell us about it. You were there. Well, I was. I, I did not realize what I was getting into. I got to the corner of, of High and madison street and we had a police officer standing there and he said mayor i I don't think you want to go and fight the crowd down on the front side you want to go around back we do have police officers there and but they will make sure you get in and equally as important out of the building but you're going to encounter protesters and you know first i compliment chief wildy and the jefferson city police department they did an amazing job of keeping a very tense situation under control. They were allowing the protesters to exercise their First Amendment rights. I was like Jen. I I was accosted. I had a bullhorn in my ear, but no one touched me. And the police were watching very closely. And I think, as you reported, there were a couple of arrests, arrests where people did touch people trying to enter the building. But our police department had folks on site. We had I don't know how many squad cars around and lights, and they did a very good job. Chief stayed in touch with me throughout the evening, just kind of let me know what was going on. But, yeah, I, I did attend the event. I, I had not attended that event in the past. Apparently it has not been as active as it was last night, but I mean, it was good to go in there and support some, some very important allies of, of our country, and it was worth the aggravation we had to go into. Yeah. I would say just one thing, and I, I don't know if Ms. Bukowski also noticed that there were people wearing watermelons on top of their head, car, carved out pictures, and I'm not sure what that referenced, but the rest of the protesters, you could kind of figure out what they were doing. They were yeah. trying to upset an event. Watermelons. I wonder what that's about. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Sounds like a pretty seedy bunch. Uh, Ron Fitzwater, what? the mayor of Jefferson City, joins us now. Ron, I guess for a lot of folks out there, I think of people in Jefferson City, you know, Jefferson City has a pretty rich Jewish heritage. The temple here is is the oldest continuously operating uh, Jewish synagogue west of the Mississippi. And many of the downtown, you know, historic businesses in the capital city were founded by Jewish owners. And also, you know, Jefferson City has a, a pretty strong history. and This kind of protest doesn't go over well. No, and many of them were at the event. I mean, they were kind of taken in and stride like the rest of us. You know, again, we've all lost family members, friends, neighbors in wars to protect our rights to be able to speak out on issues that frustrate us. And that's fine. But as long as people understand that your rights end where mine begin, and I heard some of your discussion about our Block Thompson, and, you know, I feel very confident that he will do what is appropriate in this situation. I think, John, you referenced back to, I guess it was 2020 and 2021 when we had the, the protests in front of the governor's mansion. Again, they were trying to work with the group that day. It only got out of hand when they started putting their hands on police officers. And 
I think he prosecuted those those individuals, and I think they got some community service in addition. So good. Not only were they they prosecuted, they got the privilege of driving back and forth. In this case, people from St. Louis to come into Jefferson City to do some community service. Well, we trust that there'll be zero. Well, we trust that there will be zero tolerance for any kind of physical um, protest against another person. Hannah, you have an answer about watermelon. Thompson's a no nonsense person, so I feel very confident he'll do what's appropriate for our city and our county. Yeah, the the watermelon emoji is used on social media. Uh, to represent Palestine because the colors match the Palestinian Ooh, flag. Okay, Mr. Mayor, in terms of it's good to know. I, I was yeah, that's good information, Hannah. I was not aware of that either. I didn't, know. Um, Mr. Mayor. I learned you, that on TikTok, by the way. Gotcha, gotcha, Mr. Mayor. You mentioned that you had a bullhorn in your ear. Um, specifically, you said that a bullhorn in your ear, and you mentioned yelling. What were they? What was? How many people were there? As far as the um, demonstrators, protesters, whatever term we want to use, how many people were there? And what were they? When you said they had a bullhorn, what were they yelling in your ear? Mainly the same thing that Jen indicated: baby killer. Why do you want to support people that kill babies? And I think her assessment of the numbers, you know, when you look on those who are on High Street, I didn't go all the way down to Jefferson Street. I come in from the Madison Street side. But there were a lot of people on the, the back side the, of the building. And as I left, there were even more. So they were basically just calling you baby killer. And why would you want to support this? And they had, when she put the bullhorn in my ear, there was someone obviously in front of me with a, video trying to catch me doing something so yeah yeah, that's another thing we had cameras yep putting cameras up in my face what what do they think they're going to walk of shame how do you like your walk of shame they're screaming at me as i'm leaving wow that's scary shame 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 and then they're throughout chanting free free palestine from the river to the sea cease fire now stuff like that uh John, you have a question for Mayor uh, Mayor Fitzwater. Yeah, Ron, well, we've got you on the air. Talk to us about the council's decision. You came on and talked to us about the proposal for a new downtown Jefferson City Hotel with an attached conference center. And now the council, one of the council committees, is now recommending uh, Texas Group be the developer. Yeah, we had two out-of-town proposals, two very good proposals, much different in the way that they would attack the problem. I mean, Garfield Public Private had been in Jefferson City, I guess, 10 or 15 years ago and was on their way to being the developer when the project back then got sidetracked. They applied and, you know, they had been involved in a number of these type projects with parking structures, hotels, convention centers. And then we had a company out of the Kansas City area that initially grew out of a a family company in Texas Parking Corporation of America, they come in, made a very nice presentation. I think some of the hesitation from Baker Tilly, a financial partner that we had invited to help us kind of sort through the proposals, the overwhelming recommendation was that we go with a partner that had been in that business. I mean, we could go to cities and see finished products, and you know, we just felt like that was the best way to go. But there's still a lot of decision points as we move this process through. So, I mean, I, I just try to 
tell people, just work with us. We're still in the process of putting all the pieces together that we're going to need. But the recommendation that we'll go to council on February 20th is that the master developer be Garfield Public Private. And again, they can point us to project completed projects where they have built similar structures to what we're looking for. So we felt that comfortable comfort level was very important sounds like a good plan to see uh, if uh, what they promise is what they're capable of delivering uh, with their uh, with their history that sounds like a good good plan what's going on with the tri-level that's been a seems like an ages old problem some uh, some progress yeah the you know you guys reported when we had the accident on the tri-level it's been a few months ago now we got you know the governor commented on it the lieutenant governor commented on it congressman graves and so we just felt like it was time to maybe try to push that project forward we're on the modot unfunded need projects list so we're at the next step of going to a funded project the problem is we're looking at a hundred million dollar project more than likely and our chances of getting it bumped up need a little jump start so we have invested as a community between the county the city and our regional metropolitan planning organization a half a million dollars to begin the process of a study it's it's called kind of the positioning study to get ready for the next step which is an environmental impact study so we we are beginning our goal is we know we're not going to get it done next year and get it funded but if we could bump it from in the 10 to 20 year cycle to in the 5 to 10 year cycle you know that puts it in a much more reasonable process but we've got a community group that's working on it they've done a great job we've raised you know i think the final decision point will have to be made by both the city and the county we we have committed twenty five thousand. we're probably going to have to commit another hundred twenty five thousand each but we will have a pool of five hundred thousand dollars to begin the first part of it which is called a scoping study good so the process moves along uh, finally, uh, new Jefferson City Parks and Rec director. What's going on in that realm? Well, we're very fortunate. We had a, a great number two, Mr. Aaron Griffith. He applied that the Parks Commission did a nationwide search, and you know I think he was very competitive in that search and obviously bubbled up to the recommendation, and they presented that to the community, I think, a week or two, and then exciting from the city's perspective, you know, I can kind of give you guys breaking news. One of the things that I put or I asked council to put in the budget this year was to reestablish a position that we'd had years ago, a, a communications position, kind of a public information officer. We have hired that individual and that will be announced today. Her name is Molly Bryan. She comes from the, the parks department. Hmm. She's going to do an amazing job for us, so we're looking forward to her coming on board in about a week. Hey, excellent. Uh, Breaking news here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri with our guest, Mayor Ron Fitzwater of the city of Jefferson. Hey, thanks for being with us. And uh, well, thank you. And you know, I'm just kidding about the parking ticket. I man, when you break the law, you gotta pay the piper. And I broke the law. All so six bucks too. I think yeah, you can handle it. Yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> hey. I'll carry a couple of quarters in my pocket. I'll be watching out for you. For <laughs> thanks, uh, Ron. Look forward to talking to you next month. Take care. <laughs> Ron Fitzwater joins us usually the first Monday of every month. We're just a little late this week on, but we got some breaking news, so that was exciting. What's uh, what's up your sleeve when we come back, John? 
Deep fake conference call. This one worth $25 million. Oh. AI, AI. When we come Jay back. Ashcroft after that. Yeah, that's right. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Text the crew at 874-9390. Warning, everyone on the show can read your texts. And that would be all, except for this. Turns out a financial worker in Hong Kong sent 25 million bucks to scammers after a deep fake conference call. The worker actually suspected the scam when he got the transfer request, but decided to send the funds after hopping on a call with characters who looked just like his CFO and his colleagues. Seems the deep fakes are being created using past online conferences that they hack into. One of the police investigators said, because the people in the video conference look like the real guys, the informant made 15 transactions into five Hong Kong bank accounts. Mm. And the cops say posing direct questions or acting out specific requests, like asking someone to scratch their nose or turn their head a certain way, are two ways to help weed out deep, deep fake video calls. Wow. To the tune of 25 mil. Oh, my gosh. No, no one in custody. Oh, that's the most frightening thing about uh, scams and, of course, the connection to the ever-evolving technology that makes it so difficult to figure out what's going on. That's why you need, like, two-factor authentication, and you're going to have to start having, like, some other system where if it's an unusual large amount of money, like, you do a double check, send a text. So I... You know, like, have some other factor... uh, check on that that's really interesting though wow we scary isn't it it's that weird. happened i mean that happened actually we're the victims of that my husband they uh sent an email made it look like it came from him asking to change the bank account for his salary to get deposited yeah yeah and they're not in the state and it's very hard to track down and it's a significant amount of money before it got figured out what was happening with the and the HR felt terrible about it, but uh, so let me ask it's hard this. to get these people because they're not local. So for those of you who are so technologically savvy, and I think I'm okay with the basics, but I, I don't know how to anymore. So recently I've used my PayPal, to which a credit card is attached, to make a couple of online pur- purchases at, at like the United States Postal Service. I'm a stamp collector, so I buy the annual book. I did that. A couple other things. And then I get this... In the last two days, first the message came up, $366 with the dollar sign after the 366 has been purchased, dash ed, from your PayPal, your order ID, call us, okay, clearly a scam. Another one, your PayPal has been debited with $288, your item has been shipped to Dallas, Texas. How in the world do these scams get started? And and can you imagine there are people who are, who are I texted my family, I said, hey, that's weird. I used my PayPal to make a payment, but then I'm getting these. It frightens the heck out of me. Yeah. Luckily, they're really bad with spelling a lot of the times. And yeah. they're the so suspicious URL addresses. It's like, okay, give me a break. I'm not click. Don't click on those links. You like, ought to see the spam emails we get to the radio station's email address. Yeah. They're pretty entertaining. Yeah. Lots of princes. Yes. I just need you to 
Give him them your bank account well, so last they can night, give you money. Uh, uh, a, a photographer caught Jay Ashcroft being essentially assaulted by, it, it appears to uh, to be, by uh, by one of these protesters. We will be talking with Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft about that experience and something about uh, uh, Anthony Wilcroft or Wilford, whatever his name is here in Columbia. Stay there, 810.